We are I. I said it before and I'll say it again and I'll probably say it thousands of more times going into the future. I think one of the things that plagues our society today is we have too many things to collectively complain about that don't fucking mean anything at all. Like, can you imagine, oh, let's call it 150 years ago, two average people. So my great grandpa, actually, my grandpa. So my dad and my grandpa, collectively the age between them, my dad's still alive. My grandpa passed away, you know, when he was in his 60s. So between the two of them, they're 130 years old. So when you stop and think about that, it's like, well, that's actually not too long ago. But when we go back to that time, you're talking, you know, massive food insecurity. If you go back to 90 years ago, which is my great uncle who just passed away a couple years ago, he was almost 100, like 98. My grandma was in her late 90s when she passed away. These are people who lived through the dirty 30s, the Great Depression, and both wars. People don't have as much to complain about when you have major, major shit going on in the world. But now that we can fucking complain about everything, literally complain about everything. And the worst people for this are divorced and separated parents. And I end up in this category too. You know, where not that I'm fighting, and I would like to add this caveat, not that I have any, you know, major disagreements with, you know, my ex right now at all, but it's more just that. There's always that underlying potential because essentially this is probably one of the reasons why you're divorced when you have kids anyways, because you don't agree on things as parents. But I also see this with organizations and anybody who's close to me understands right now is what's going on with me in relative aspect to other organizations. And this is what astonishes me. Especially because a big part of what I do every day is just, I do my best to be able to provide food, food security, and food education, agricultural education for families, especially for children. Because this is what's important. Kind of like the pillars of things that used to continually be important when people didn't want to find something that they could bitch and complain about was, do I have food? Is that box checked? Most of the time it wasn't because you were hungry thinking about it. I want to check that box. Now, another box need to be checked is that you had shelter. Well, the one thing that I know is that if you're not having to worry about food, you can allocate more time and resources to acquiring shelter. Is that box checked? Sometimes it was, sometimes it wasn't. Do I have clothing? Again, if I don't have to worry about food and my stomach is full, I have more energy, more resources, more capacity to supply myself with clothing and provide myself with shelter. 
Now, also, if I have food, another box that needs to be checked is security. The ability to be able to provide security for oneself, one's loved ones, one's family, one's friends, either individually or collectively. I need food to be able to do this. I need strength to be able to do this. I need energy to be able to do this. So to me, the four pillars that are absolutely most critical in this life, food, security, shelter, clothing. The rest of the things that we have come to prioritize as important are complete bullshit, are absolute complete bullshit. Because these things, there are certain things that are essential, absolutely essential to life. Food is one of the major ones of those. Do I need clothes? Well, (laughs) that's subjective. Depends on where you live. Because there's a lot of tribes that live in some pretty nice climates, some pretty nice real estate, don't have a whole lot of clothes. They may have a little, like, hammer blanket, you know, and that's about it. Like, let's be real. Shelter, you know, yeah, we do need some shelter. But does it have to be extravagant? No. Lots of people lived in tents or tent-like structures. If you needed something a little bit more, you know, look at the sod huts that were built in the prairies, log homes, utilizing building materials to be able to build these things, relatively easier to be able to build these. But again, if you're using a tent, you need animal skins. If you're having a a sod hut house, you know, you need tools to be able to cut that sod and, you know, you need strength to be able to do it. You know, same thing with building it out of wood. You know, you need tools to be able to cut the trees down and, you know, fit them together. You need strength to be able to do this. So again, foundation is food. To provide security for oneself, you need to be able to overpower another individual or you as a collective need to overpower other people to be able to provide security for yourself. Basis, food. So arguably... The most important thing in life, food, water. So these things, you have no life. And the other things become generally irrelevant. And the further that you go down that scale, the more irrelevant they are. Like wholly and absolutely irrelevant. So when I walk through my day and I say my number one priority is to make sure that the people that I'm around that your belly is full. That's the priority. That's what we need. Because everything else is a launching pad from there. You can conquer almost anything else in life if you have a belly full of food. Because it allows you to allocate resources to everything else. And this is the one thing about life and where we are today is that you can systematically eliminate things because they're not necessities anymore to allocate resources to other things. Like I know people legitimately in life who are so privileged that, and rightfully so, I don't say that in a negative way, but they've worked their way to a self in or a point in life where they say, Going to a store is such a waste of their time because they would rather allocate that time to something else and they don't need to anymore. Whether that's because you want to get your groceries dropped off or the latest sweater that you want to buy or a pair of shoes for your kids dropped off via Amazon or any grocery delivery service, 
because you want to go spend time in the backcountry, because you want to go play a pickup hockey game, because you want to go get your nails done, because you'd rather spend time with your family, because you'd rather work more. All great fucking reasons to do so. Because you don't actually need to waste the time of getting in the car, driving down to the store, looking around for shit, probably buying a bunch of stuff that you don't need, and driving back, sitting in traffic, fucking irritated by red lights and stupid drivers and potentially getting into a car accident, having to deal with that and stopping at the gas station and fill your car up with gas. It eliminates all those things. So yeah, that's great. You know why? Because your belly is full of food. You have a home to be able to live in. You have clothing on your back and you have security. So it allows you to be able to allocate resources to other things. And then we can pick apart other examples all we want. The problem with this is, and this is where I see the unhingement, is it gives too many people too much time to focus on the dumbest of fucking aspects of life. Creating problems. Over emotionally invested in stuff that just doesn't matter at all. Because you know why? When you look at yourself, this is how I weigh things in my life. And I really want to fine tune this because this podcast is even benefiting my thought process as I talk my way through it. So when I look at these decisions, I want to weigh these decisions and I want to weigh these aspects to like, how do I contrast to this to having no food? Am I standing in a line that somebody budged in and it's irritating, where I'm like, you clearly are a fool. Where's that on the scale of not having food? Pretty fucking low. Pretty low. Somebody cuts you off in traffic. Annoying. Where's that contrast to having food? Like, fuck, not even on the same scale. Literally not even on the same scale. So, contrasting to things to be able to say, I have enough food. See, the irony behind all this is too, is that we've worked ourselves to a place, especially in the West, that it's like, not only do you have access to so much food, that we've created bullshit food. Stimulating food, stimulating the senses, the visual, the touch, the feel, the texture, the taste. This is where we've taken food. For it's just nutritionally dense material to be able to propagate life. Which is what food, nutrition, water is. This is the foundation. So it kind of helps add a, a lightness to life. If you just like look at it, it's like how, like what is the actual relative issue here? And when I look at it, like where does this fall on the scale of not being able to eat? Because let's be real, there is still a lot of people on this planet who don't have the ability to be able to eat. When our food waste bins, we literally have bins that we put out in front of our house that are labeled food waste. And think of how much that wasted food is just, you didn't want to eat it anymore, or you didn't eat it soon enough, or you were tired of this shit. Think about that. But we'd rather bitch about somebody cutting us off in traffic or, you know, XYZ example or contrasting that to people in the world who just don't even have food. 
eating rotting food out of food waste bins because they don't have food. Contrast your problems to that. This is food security. This is the abuse of food that we have, especially here in the West. So something to think about on this Saturday morning, if you're listening to it on Saturday morning or this weekend or any other time that you may come across this podcast. Just think about that simple aspect of life, that contrast. How is this issue that I might be dealing with contrast and not being able to have food? What am I doing with the food that I have? 